The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national championships, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we will discuss the best wins, losses, and ties in the college football history of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Let's put it this way. This program, dating back to 1892, is simply among the most accomplished programs in college football history. With 18 national championships, three Heisman winners, three of the greatest coaches in college football history, and they have met many great games. One of the greatest upsets in college football history, one game that catapulted the team into national prominence, one stunner in the Sugar Bowl, one controversial flea flicker, one run in the mud, one stunning comeback to win a national championship, one kick six, one opposing coach who knew how to stop the wishbone, one rookie coach who defeated a legend, one loss to end 23 years of dominance, two first quarter collapses, one collapse with two seconds left, one collapse with one second left, and one tie in a battle of coaching legends. Most stunning win. How difficult is this choice? We go with Alabama 20, Washington 19, January 1st, 1926, the Rose Bowl. Oh, what a backdrop here. Wade Wallace's Alabama team entered the game 9-0 and had allowed one score all season, a mere seven points. Washington entered the game 10-0-1, scoring 40 points per game. This was a battle of the heavyweights, and a rare battle at that. See, up until 1926, the Southern Conference, the conference Alabama was in, was considered to be a non-powerhouse back then, and Alabama was a huge underdog. Behind two first-half touchdowns by All-America George Wilson, everything seemed to go as scripted as Washington took a 12-0 lead into halftime. Not only that, but the fans and media could not comprehend why the score was that close. But coming out of halftime, Alabama stunned the college football world, scoring 20 points in the first seven minutes of the third quarter to take a 20-12 lead. In the fourth quarter, Washington cut the lead to 20-19. Late in the game, Husky George Wilson broke loose for long run, only to be tackled before he reached the end zone. Alabama held on for the stunning win, and the Tide had stunned the college football world with one of the greatest upsets in college football history. But attention must be paid to four other games. Alabama 9, Penn 7, November 4, 1922. This game catapulted the Tide in the national prominence, and after the game, the program was clearly in the national spotlight. Alabama had entered the game 2-2-1, and Eastern powerhouse Penn, coached by legend John Heisman, was undefeated 5-0. Playing at Penn, this was supposed to be an easy win for the Quakers. After a scoreless first quarter, Penn scored a touchdown and took a 7-3 lead in the halftime. In the third quarter, Alabama quarterback Charles Bartlett ran 35 yards to the Quakers' six-yard line, and Alabama took it in for the touchdown, stunning the Penn faithful to give the Tide a 9-7 lead. The Tide's defense stymied Penn for the rest of the game, to secure the stunning win. This game marked the first time Alabama went north and defeated a powerhouse. And then there was Alabama 39, Nebraska 28, January 1st, 1966, the Orange Bowl. This was a stunner. Capping the 1965 season, Alabama, number four in the nation, was coached by legendary coach Paul Bear Bryan and finished the season 8-1-1. They found themselves ranked behind three undefeated untied teams in the polls. 
the Crimson Tide, faced undefeated Nebraska 10-0, who's coached by legendary coach Bob Devaney. Everything went right for the Tide that day. Despite being a much smaller team, the Tide built a 24-7 halftime lead and hung on for a 39-28 win. The stunning aspect of this game was not just what happened on the field that day for the Tide, but what happened in the landscape surrounding the game. See, the other two undefeated untied teams, both Arkansas and Michigan State, also lost their bowl games. The result, the final score, catapulted the Tide to win the AP National Championship. There was Alabama 7, Auburn 3, December 2nd, 1967. You want a memorable play, here is your game. In 1967, number 9, Alabama enters the Iron Bowl 7-1-1. Auburn entered the Iron Bowl 6-3. Played on a field soaked in unfathomable mud that made it impossible footing, the game started with six consecutive punts. The game was scoreless at halftime, and with 11 minutes left in the game, Auburn had a 3-0 lead. Then, quarterback Ken Stabler took off downfield, the celebrated run in the mud, arguably the most epic run in Crimson Tide history. He cut, ducked, and labored 47 yards for the only touchdown of the game. A pair of Auburn players went down trying to tackle the snake, but no flags were called. Eyewitnesses maintained both defenders were not blocked. They were tackled. And then there was Alabama 26, Georgia 23, overtime, January 8, 2018, the College Football National Championship. You want to come back? Here is your game. Entering the College Football National Championship game, number four, Alabama was 12-1. and one. Number three, Georgia was 13-1. and one. The Bulldogs had dominated Alabama early and took a 13-0 lead into halftime. But coming out of halftime in a stunning move, Alabama coach Nick Saban replaced the two-year starting quarterback Jalen Hurts with freshman Tua Tagovailoa. In the second half, Tagovailoa propelled the tie to a 20-20 tie at the end of regulation. Georgia began the overtime with a field goal. Now it was the tie's possession. First down, Tagovailoa is sacked for a 16-yard loss. Second down and 26. After scrambling backward for what seemed to be, well, forever, Tagovailoa tossed a 41-yard touchdown pass to Devontae Smith to win the game for the Crimson Tide. Most stunning loss. Auburn 34, Alabama 28, November 30th, 2013. The kick six. In 2013, number one, Alabama enters the Iron Bowl undefeated, 11-0. They had won two consecutive BCS National Championships and were smack in the midst of the dynasty. Number four, Auburn entered the Iron Bowl 10-1. This game was dripping with intrigue. With 32 seconds left in the game, Auburn tied the game at 28. They kicked off to the Crimson Tide and the Tide drove downfield to the 38-yard line and then time ran out. Or did it? Alabama coach Nick Saban challenged, stating that the game still had one second remaining. And after a video review, one second was put on the clock. And here we go. Having missed three field goals early in the game, Coach Saban opted to sick kicker Cade Foster in the fourth quarter and gave redshirt freshman Adam Griffith a try. The Crimson Tide lined up for the potential 57-yard game-winning kick. The kick was short. Auburn's Chris Davis standing back at the far goal line simply caught the ball. Just in front of the goalpost, he raced 109 yards up to the sideline, scoring on the last play of the game. But attention must be paid to eight of the games. Georgia 18, Alabama 17, September 18, 1965. You want controversy, here is your game. It was the opening day of the season. Alabama was ranked number five in the AP poll. Playing at Georgia, Georgia quarterback Preston Riddle-Huber is out. And backup rookie Kirby Moore is the quarterback. Buckle your seatbelts for here's what happened. Georgia was at its own 27 late in the game, and Kirby Moore dropped back and threw it low to Pat Hodgkin, who had dashed about 10 yards to the 35-yard line. Hodgkin laddles the ball to Bob Taylor, who is trailing to play, and Taylor raises 73 yards for a touchdown in the hook and ladder. Georgia chose to go for two, and Kirby Moore passed again to Pat Hodgkin for the conversion. But, but Sunday's highlight of the flea flicker 
showed that before lateraling the Bob Taylor and while possessing the ball, Pat Hodgkins' knee was clearly touching the ground. Nevertheless, Georgia had the stunning upset. There was Mississippi State 6, Alabama 3, November 1st, 1980. Mississippi State entered the game 6-2, and two, and number one Alabama was 8-0, riding a 28-game winning streak in what were the two-time defending national champion having won the national championship the previous two years in 78 and 79, playing at home in Starkville in front of the largest crowd ever to witness a Mississippi sporting event, over 50,000, the Bulldogs took the lead in the fourth quarter with 13-35 remaining in the game on a Dana Moore 22-yard field goal. The Bulldogs stymied the tide the rest of the way for the implausible upset. Now, how exactly did they do that? Uh, this is how they shut down the tides, vaunted wishbone attack. Coach by Emery Ballard, the man who designed the wishbone attack while serving as an assistant in Texas, knew how to defend it. He crowded the line of scrimmage and the tide could not execute the offense. There was Southern Mississippi 38, Alabama 29, November 13, 1982, in legendary coach Paul Bay O'Brien's last season. And second to last regular season game ever, number one Alabama enters the game seven and two and was riding a 57 game home winning streak that dated back to October 12th, 1963. Remember, this was 1982. In Coach Carmody's first season, Southern Miss enters the game six and three. Playing in Tuscaloosa, quarterback Reggie Collier led Southern Mississippi to three first quarter touchdowns to take a 21 to seven lead. And the Eagles went on to take a 28 to 14 lead at halftime. Early in the fourth quarter, Southern Mississippi had increased its lead to 35 to 14. The Tide did storm back to cut the lead to 35 to 29, but with a little over five minutes remaining, Steve Clark kicked the 23-yard field goal to increase the lead back up to 38 to 29, and this secured the stunning upset. Coach Carmody became the first and only rookie head coach to ever feat Paul Bear Bryant. There was Vanderbilt 30, Alabama 21, September 29, 1984. Alabama enters the game two and one. Vanderbilt, they entered the game three and zero. Oh. Since 1957, that's 27 years, Vanderbilt had defeated the Tide one time, going one, 23 and three in that stretch. Alabama took the 10 to nine lead in the halftime and all indications were that Vandy would go one, 24 and three. In the third quarter, Alabama stretched its lead to 13 to nine, but Vanderbilt scored three straight touchdowns to go up 30 to 13 to secure the stunning win, which was and is Vanderbilt's only win in Tuscaloosa. Despite going 4-0 after the win, Vanderbilt finished the season 5-6. There was Louisville 35, Alabama 7, January 1st, 1991. Number 25, Alabama entered the game 7-4. And they possessed a devastating defense that finished the regular season ranked number three in total defense. Number one against the pass, and in the final seven games of the season, yielded a total of four touchdowns. Number 18, Louisville entered the game 9-1-1 and and had not won a bowl game since 1957. Remember, this was 1991. Playing at Sun Devil Stadium in front of over 69,000 fans, Louisville stormed out of the gates with two touchdown passes from Browning Nagel, a touchdown run by Ralph Hawkins, and a blocked punt by Ray Buchanan that was recovered in the end zone. By the end of the first quarter, Browning Nagel had passed for 225 yards, and the Cardinals were up 25 to nothing. Browning Nagel finished with a Fiesta Bowl record 451 yards to secure the stunning and long-awaited bowl win. There was Louisiana Tech 29, Alabama 28, September 18, 1999. Number 18, Alabama entered the game 2-0 and would go on to win the SEC championship in a berth in the Orange Bowl. Louisiana Tech entered the game 1-2. Playing in Tuscaloosa, Louisiana Tech stunned the home crowd, taking a 12-3 lead in the halftime. But in the third quarter, Alabama stormed back to go up 18-15. In the fourth quarter, Bulldog quarterback Tom Rattay 
tossed a 12-yard touchdown pass to put the Bulldogs up 22 to 18. But Alabama then scored 10 unanswered points to return back to a 28 to 22 lead. Late in the fourth quarter, with 2:36 remaining in the game, Retain mounted a drive and drove the Bulldogs down to the Alabama 16. With under a minute remaining on second down, tied Kenny King, sacked Retay, who was the year before had led the nation in all-purpose yards for a seven-yard loss. Retay, who was injured on that play, was talk- taken off the field on a stretcher. In comes backup quarterback Brian Stallworth, and here is what happened. On third down, Stallworth's first play, he is sacked for a 10-yard loss. With two seconds remaining in the game, Louisiana Tech was facing a fourth and 26 at the 28-yard line. Backup quarterback Brian Stallworth threw to Sean Cangelosi, and Cangelosi soared up and grabbed the ball for the game-tying touchdown. A stunned TV announcer yelled, touchdown, Bulldogs, touchdown, Bulldogs, touchdown, Bulldogs. The extra point was good, preserving the stunning win. There was Utah 31, Alabama 17, January 2nd, 2009, the Sugar Bowl. Alabama, number four in the nation in the Sugar Bowl, was 12-1 and and a a nine-and-a-half point favorite against BCS Buster, number seven, Utah, who had entered the Sugar Bowl 12-0. To stage the upset, the Utes' plan was to go up early, and that is just what they did. On the Utes' first possession, they drove 68 yards for a touchdown. On the ensuing drive, the Utes' Robert Johnson intercepted a tied pass. The Utes drove 32 yards for the second touchdown of the game. The Utes then drove 65 yards for the third touchdown to take a quick 21-0 lead in the first quarter. The Utes dominated, outgaining the tie 360 to 208 yards for the day and secured the stunning upset. It was a perfect season and a share of a split national championship to become the first team outside the six BCS conferences to win two BCS Bowls. And finally, there was Clemson 35, Alabama 31, January 9, 2017, the college football championship. Number one, Alabama entered the national championship 14-0, led the nation in scoring defense 13 points per game, and were led by quarterback Jalen Hurts. Number three, Clemson, well, they entered the game 13-1, and and they were led by quarterback Deshaun Watson, who would go on to finish number two in the Heisman battle leading that year. Alabama took control early, taking a 14-7 lead in the halftime, and they increased it to 24-14 at the end of the third quarter. But Deshaun Watson led a furious fourth-quarter comeback, scoring three touchdowns, the last with one second remaining, to propel Clemson to a national championship. Most stunning tie. Stanford 7, Alabama 7, January 1st, 1927. In New Rose Bowl, this was a battle of coaching legends. Pop Warner's 10-0 Stanford team faced Wade Wallace's 9-0 Alabama team in front of a then-record crowd of over 57,000 in the Rose Bowl. The UPI called it the Football Championship of America. This game was the first coast-to-coast play-by-play radio broadcast. Stanford took a 7-0 lead in the first quarter, topping off a 63-yard drive on a five-yard touchdown pass from George Bogue to Ed Walker. Bogue, who had earlier missed an 18-yard field goal, kicked the extra point. In the last three minutes, Stanford clung to a 7-0 lead and faced fourth down from the own 42-yard line. Alabama's Bubba Pierce blocked the punt. Alabama recovered it at the Cardinal 14, and four plays later, Alabama scored the late game-tying touchdown. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.